Welcome to the Battle Buddies. This is still a game of Blades in the Dark. Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, it's Dungeons and Dragons adjacent. It's Dungeons and Dragons for hipsters. There could still technically be Dungeons and Dragons in this. It's still mostly, like, dungeons are mostly in people's basements, and the dragons are just pictures of dragons. I can relate to that. Yeah, just like the rest of our campaign. Speaking of which, introduce your, yourselves. Uh, well, I'm Cody. I play Chester, the um, kitty cat, and I'm standing in this party right now staring at a picture of a dragon. Yeah, there's uh, lots of pictures, lots of very well-painted dragons. Yeah, which is what I assume rich people have in their mansion parties, mm-hmm. um, and I'm admiring one right now. Hi, I'm Jet. I play Necrotim, the necromancer. You're a necromancer? And I... Yeah, <laughs> yes, uh... <laughs> I'm spiking the punch with some ghost essence. That is so gross. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Is it at least the fermented ghost essence? Nope. Then how does that even qualify as spiking the punch? You're ruining the punch is what you're doing. It better be Leonard's punch and not our punch. <laughs> it's like having a bunch of punch and then pouring some milk into it. <laughs> Everyone just looks at it and it's like, what is this? Well... The goal is to attract ghost party guests. That's the Whose goal is that? Necrotims. Necrotims. All right, that's fair. Uh, uh, Necrotims gone rogue. And 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 there's <laughs> there's someone else on this call. Introduce yourself, good friend. Uh, I'm Richard. I play Miriam, Code Blue, and I I'm following Necrotim around. Cause I'm suspicious of his <laughs> what he's doing with the punch. And after he leaves, I replace it with a new fresh bowl of punch <laughs> and throw the other out in the yard. Ah, uh, yes, the emergency punch. No party platter goes without. <laughs> well, I, I was going to wonder, Miriam's like a, a chemist or whatever. Do you spike the punch with something else? No. <laughs> like, I'm a chemist, but I'm a partier first. Like, Okay, party, party first, alchemy later. Mm-hmm. Yes, is the code blue. Excellent. So, so yes, you guys... Uh, last time we, you guys decided that you were going to plan a party inside of a party. So tell me, which party are you guys spiking this punch? (laughs) This is Leonard's party. Leonard's party. So, so you guys, you guys are just already there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We did it. We did it. It's, it's, it's done. (laughs) No, we're at some third party. (laughs) (laughs) How did you guys, what, what was like, what was preparing for this party like? Uh, well, a big portion of it was preparing our disguises because Leonard knows what we look like. Yes, that's true. And we've also, I feel like, bribed and threatened a lot of people. Uh, yeah. Um, and also, one of us is technically supposed to be dead. You, you did. You did terrorize the people who built this whole mansion. Uh, and he does think that Miriam is dead. So I can only imagine that we spent a decent amount of time in our apartment uh, after we knocked out 
Sam. What's his name? Brian. <laughs> Brian. Yep, yep. Your roommate, Brian. And and then all donned our party disguises. Uh, Necro Tim's is just like uh, a really formal suit, but with bones all over it. <laughs> Miriam, what are you? What, what's Miriam wearing? He's a big, big fish man, right? I'm not sure if it's an informal suit, but it's like a, like a red plaid looking suit. That's pretty informal. That's <laughs> yeah. That is that is fairly informal. It's like a '70s news anchor. It's a Canadian suit. <laughs> um, so I am disguised as a striped white tiger, and I'm wearing a fully black outfit because you never know if I'm going to get up to any sneaky stealth stuff. Uh, what co- what color are your stripes? You know, is is it like white and <laughs> glitter, glitter, glitter stripes? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. They weren't before. Then you asked. <laughs> uh, no, I like my my fur is white. I've got black stripes, but when you look at it, it's all glittery mm. and stuff too. Very sparkly, shimmering in the light. I'm peacocking tonight. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> which which sort of like which sort of detracts from the whole stealth vibe I was going for. But whatever. The DM has to know everything. <laughs> Every detail, including the status of your peacock. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, Necro Tim's is just like uh, a really formal suit, but with bones all over it. Do they serve a practical purpose too, beyond just the aesthetics? Oh, this or... is this is how I plan to sneak in my necromancer supplies. All those bones he bought last time. Yeah, it's a it's a sixty forty ratio to ne- bones to cloth. That's a lot of bones. All right, boys, make sure to check all of our guests for weapons. <laughs> He's clear. He's just covered in bones. Uh, these, this one's just covered in bones. Pat that one down. <laughs> Little known tip, you can sneak bones through a metal detector. <laughs> they can even be sharpened like a shiv. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys are upstairs spiking the punch at the main party um, after having spent you know a good amount of time preparing preparing for this. You guys know what your main goal is here is is mostly to uh, get contacts and and ruin this party and to party. Yeah, you're mostly here just to party, right? Is is that what this is about? So we're trying to grow our client base, yeah, so right? Right now, Leonard has the like legal official party planning uh, organization on the on the island. Yes, he's the government standard party mm, planner. Yeah. So when when they when they go to the board of party planning, you know they they send it to to Leonard. Well, we're like an underground criminal party planner. So do, would we even want our names to be up there? Or are we just doing underground criminal party planning until we can go legit? But these this high society, like surely they have some like vices that Leonard wouldn't be able to provide. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So weird stuff. <laughs> you should see our party downstairs. It's weird. <laughs> I think perhaps the best way that we can grow our clientele is by sending people, siphoning people out of Leonard's party into our party so they can taste firsthand the sweet juices of our party fruit. <laughs> then after that they'll be like, Holy shit, where the f- what the fuck was that? We gotta know what that party was all about so we could throw one of our own and then we swoop in with our cards or whatever. It's like that's us. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a bunch of ghosts at the at the punch bowl that are really talking up our party now. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else has abandoned the punch bowl completely because there's <laughs> ghosts there. Um 
So actually, first off, we're going to go ahead and do the engagement role for this party. And this is just kind of determine what the like long-term health of your party is going to be. Um, it's going to be kind of like a, a place where you guys can, can escape to if, if you feel like you're in danger or anything like that. You know, you guys have kind of like a little safe haven. We'll go over the major advantages and disadvantages and kind of calculate it up how many, how many dice you will get to determine what position you're going to be in. Um, so first off, is this operation particularly bold or daring? Uh, yes, you guys have planned a party inside of a party. Um, does this plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Yes. So that's plus 1D, plus 1D for being bold and daring, plus another die for um, hitting them with their weakest. Leonard certainly didn't plan to have a party being planned inside of his party. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? I think that's also a yes. Yeah. You guys had the, you guys made contacts with that construction crew. Uh, so that's, that's 46. The last one is, are there any other elements you want to consider? Maybe a lower tier target, blah, blah, blah. Uh, technically, um, what's his name? Batswell is a higher tier than you guys, but Leonard is not. So uh, that one I'll, I'll kind of call a wash. So you guys get one, two, three, four D6. I got this. Holy fudge. Uh, yeah, let's let Jet with his magic rolling fingers. Jet's magic do. rolls. There, there's a six. Yeah. There we go. Jet's living up. Yep, there we go. All right. You guys are in a controlled position when you when you start your... When you guys head head into the party, you know, right now you guys are obviously like spiking the punch. Did you guys do that before you went to check on your party? It's an ongoing thing. Okay. Okay. Well, whenever whenever you went to <laughs> check your party, you guys kind of you kind of lean in there. It doesn't seem like there's any suspicious activity going on around outside. You don't see uh there is like security at this party, but you don't see them, you know, like poking their noses around on the wing where your guys' party is. The uh the bookshelf is nice and closed and inconspicuous that you guys have have hidden your entrance behind and when you when you guys poke your heads in there seems like DJ Dog Ears has a has a pretty good beat going on and everyone everyone seems excited you know they're they're having a great old time um, they have torn off and thrown aside their their fancy gear that they wore uh, in order to get through Leonard's party uh, so at what when do you guys um show up at leonard's party do you are you guys like in the first dude fashionably late the first you okay know. you guys are you guys are fashionably late mm-hmm. absolutely our party's already been going for a couple hours probably yeah because we were pre-gaming before your guys's party is healthy <laughs> healthy and going um leonard's party is also like it's popping off you see you guys get the sense that that um the the uh dance floor is kind of like going right now there there are people dancing there's some music being played um, the band is not very good. Who'd they get for a band? They got the Stone Temple Pirates. Uh, they are they are not <laughs> they are not playing very well. But people are dancing anyway. It seems like um, that uh, they that, live up to the name. That ghost, yeah, that ghost punch is really fucking people up. They don't know what good music is right now. So yeah, uh, you guys are you guys are here. You're in a you're in a controlled position at this party. There's uh, the, like I said, the main the main room is kind of a a uh, ballroom area where the band is, and it seems to be kind of where most of the people are. That that leads out directly into the backyard. Um, 
there's kind of side rooms where there is art appreciation happening. You know, there's like a bunch of statues that have been carved specifically for this event and, and some fancy paintings. Um, of dragons. Of, of big dragons. Just just paintings of big, big dragons. Um, <laughs> all of the all of the left-handed uh, weapon activities are in the backyard. There's, there's the axe throwing competition. Cool. Uh, I'm sure we've done our homework before coming to this party. Yes. We probably know that there are some people in particular that we want to smooth. There's a lot of guests. Uh, 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 there must be some big fish in these waters, though, right? So, so there are um, there are several of the uh, Jamboree council members. You guys get the you 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 know that there is a a coalition of boat builders who have been invited here. Um, uh, on on the this island and a, a couple other islands, there seems there's um, two primary methods of of boat building. There's of course Forge Industries who are who are building boats, and then there's sort of this boat building organization where each company builds up a different component of the boat, and then they kind of combine them together. You you do you see you see them kind of standing off to the side, and they do not look very happy. Hmm. No, this is, this party's fucking lame. That's the problem. There is a a religious cleric. There is a uh, merchant guild representative. There's um, the richest, wealthy doctor. You know, there's a number of people here. Yeah, but uh, since you know we we kind of operate within like the specific underground party circles. Yes. Do do do, do we get the idea that any of these people like stick out in particular to us? Um, I mean, obviously the the you know the council members are are big powerful people who who you would like to get on your side regardless yeah of but are they want. into like some weird niche niche underground party stuff that we- uh <laughs> you know that zan the like zan the wizard almost certainly he's a nerd but he's into really? some weird shit <laughs> okay well, um they, people who are into weird shit usually pay top dollar other other weird shit there's um the tunnel keeper uh, the 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 person who who maintains the the big tunnel that is is connecting the new town in Jamboree with the old side. Ah, yes, the penetrator. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> he's he's definitely into some weird stuff. Oh um, my I think okay. I think this is a question we have to ask ourselves. Like, are we we're underground party planners, but do we cater to the fetishists up there <laughs> or? Is that what we want to be known for? Uh, <laughs> we never really talked about what your under, underground parties meant. Yeah. Concurrently, <laughs> uh, it's just a secret. Because I party. feel like criminal parties are definitely somewhat aligned with like sex dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying that we should do that. I'm just saying that, like, thinking on it now, we had such a playful T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know we've got a giant seal. We've got all sorts of like really family friendly things. But if if we're just going to be honest with ourselves for a second, I'm pretty sure we run sex dungeons. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're running a secret sex dungeon <laughs> in Batswell's mansion right now. The penetrator, like Steven said, everyone's going down there and taking off their party clothes, <laughs> getting getting stripped. They're just covered in leather underneath. This has got, yeah, this has got a little. <laughs> well that's why i'm asking us this now like do we want to cater to the freaks the weirdos out there or do we want to i think it's i was thinking more anti-establishment parties like <laughs> anarchist parties or what <laughs> half the people here are the establishment the mafia yeah ska bands ska bands like 
a moth <laughs> the mafia is going to throw a wedding they don't want to go to like tim's tim's parties yeah the mafia is not going to work directly with leonard and i mean mostly you at, at this point i think you guys have done since you guys are primarily smugglers you've you've mostly been like getting illegal things for parties that you throw what so am I going to do the, with all these drugs? Yeah, the party, <laughs> the parties that you guys throw are otherwise normal parties, but maybe there are drugs at them that, you know, the cops don't like or what else, like what else constitutes an, an illegal party? Is it just like, like you guys throw parties in places that you haven't been approved for? Uh, the noise level's too high. <laughs> you guys, yeah, you guys are constantly breaking the noise level. Like we break every rule. Yeah. Every social norm. Every so that's that's kind of that's kind of how I've I've been imagining it is is that there's a bunch of rules around parties and you guys just throw parties but then you break those rules and you know maybe the cops get called and you have to skedaddle. Chester zips up his assless chaps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you know if if you want if you want to throw a sex dungeon party we can. <laughs> No, I'm glad that. we had this conversation. Right. I, it really helped clear the air a bit. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just trying to think of like what our primary motivation is at this party because we're trying to grow our clientele, but we have to decide what kind of clientele that needs that should be. Like we're building a reputation here. Do you think like we even know that? Like when we got it, like is this a realization we're having now? Maybe maybe we view this as our chance to go legit because there's all these council members and shit like that. Maybe we could yeah, go. You guys, you guys, you guys are looking around at all the potential um, people you can talk to. There, there is, um, Mondin, he, like, he also definitely indicated to you guys that you guys should be trying to steal, like, something, f like, some sort of information to, to get knowledge on what Bromwell and, and all this is actually doing. You know, he's curious, if nothing else. I'm gonna go see if the, the bad band, um... You know, well, it's uh, cheap. Before we before we go off and do things, I was going to say that we should like talk about what all of us want to do as like a f overall game plan for this party. Cool. I want to use necromancy to get people to the party. That's okay. Cool. So yeah, because that that's one of our one of our primary objectives is to drive people into our party. Tim's on point for that. You're gonna necromancy. You're gonna neck romance people into going to our party. I think. uh Necromancer, uh, Necrotim is gonna immediately duck in the nearest bathroom. <laughs> He's got a big one. <laughs> Maybe Miriam and Chester will hit the dance floor together, or at least go around mingling a bit. Okay. And we're gonna try to find some marks. He'll smooth, and I'm gonna get my sticky fingers up in their address books and shit. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, so, so Necrotim, the, the nearest bathroom, there, there's kind of one you know one a good 10 feet away you don't see any line for it right now but uh you know if you, you spend too much time in there you get a sense someone's gonna come knocking i pull my out of order sign that i've have in my bag <laughs> <laughs> and it's written in blood oh yeah i guess we we did not address what your guys's loads were i know tim tends to get a heavy load yep Full of signs and stuff. You know, signs and big hammers and what have you. No, I um, yeah, I pull out a big out-of-order sign. Chester and Miriam, what are you guys... What are you guys' uh, load levels? What what are you equipped with? Next to nothing. Uh, I think since we are on familiar terms with the people who built this mansion, anything we would need would 
maybe be hidden inside the walls or something like that. You guys had, yeah, you guys had um, Gerald, uh, mm. you know, hide secret compartments around around in the house. So yeah, you put a you put a uh, you put an out of order sign on the door. Yeah, so we all take a bump of coke and then s- split off. <laughs> <laughs> all y'all do a rail real quick and uh, <laughs> head your different ways. Um, mm, it's gonna be a long night, boys. <laughs> Drink up. Yeah, Tim. So so you you go into this bathroom. It seems like a fairly nice bathroom. Um, doesn't stink stink too bad, you know. Yeah. Um. I'm immediately gonna start uh, a summoning ritual to attract a ghost. Is, has anyone died in this? Uh... Died in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a freshly built mansion. Yeah, this is a freshly built mansion. <laughs> One of the construction workers. <laughs> I mean, I do, I don't think anyone's died in this bathroom, but I think you can I think you can summon the ghost. <laughs> In this general you area. Could, you could kill someone in the bathroom and then summon their ghost afterwards. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tune to some ghosts then. And All right. see, see who I get. See who you get. We're in a controlled position. Yes. Uh, standard standard effect. I'm gonna pull out some arcane supplies to oh, see if boy. that'll help. Got some ghost juice in there. Maybe it'll help attract uh, better a better quality ghost. <laughs> better quality ghost. Uh, yeah, sure. You you go ahead and use your some some uh, spirit whatever the the spirit essence is ectoplasm. Yeah. Ghosts love ectoplasm. I just rub that on the walls or whatever. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just throwing it around. Um, right. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and make your roll. Uh, would that increase the effect? Yes. Yeah. Go okay. ahead and do a, a great effect. Two fours. Uh, all right. You just stressed yourself. That's all right. Uh, you. That shit does not come off the wall. Controlled four. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a moment you kind of get the sensation that things aren't quite going as well as they could. Um, you just pull forth pull forth kind of a a single skinny ghost. He. Uh, oh, it's he, a nerd. He's <laughs> he's, uh, he's dressed in a. He's got like a fine suit. Um, he then and uh, mm-hmm. a well a well cropped mustache. Hey, how's it how's it going? Mm, hello, <laughs> oh boy, a, a a scary man has brought me back from the dead. I did, didn't I? <laughs> yes. Um, well, into, right into the shitter too. Not to mince words. <laughs> hey, what's your name first? Um, my name is Billiam. Uh, all right. <laughs> Billiam ghosts. Billiam, <laughs> one billiam ghosts. Okay, Bill. Uh, here, here's what I need for you. Uh, mm. Go drum up some party members for this for the secret party I've got going on. Hold on, it's a secret party in in Batswell's Manor. Yep. Oh, oh, my! You are you are slicky, slippery one, aren't you? Oh, he's a fucking narc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use my new special ability to com- compel a ghost to obey my command. <laughs> Trying to decide if I mean you can either make another attune roll, or or we can just roll that one forward. I'll do I'll do another one, and I'll stress myself out this time. Definitely controlled. Um, this time standard effect again. Wow, there's a six. Oof. Uh, two, a one, and a six. Excellent. So yeah, he. Uh, 
what does what does compelling a ghost look like when you um, when you like? I know this is all startling, and you know it's. I pulled you from the great beyond. You were probably having a good time, but I. It really, was a very good nap. I really need you. Death is the best. <laughs> to just go and get some people in this party to make it cool, right? And my boss will like me better, and I think I might, you know, have a better better time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's what, your your compel? Is is it like an emotional compel? It's more of like yeah, it's an emotional compel. I I like. I tell him how how I I feel and try and make him empathize with me. You appeal to his good ghost nature. Yeah. Do you take off your uh, mask and show him your true face? <laughs> I like the idea. I like the idea that uh, Necro Tim is able to use the ghost field to like make ghosts feel sorry for him. Oh, <laughs> and then they help him out. It, my compulsion spell is called pity. My compulsion. My compulsion is to make you pity me. And now Miriam's wondering if he's a ghost because he really pities Necrotim. <laughs> he just looks so sad and then anyone wants to help him. It's like a lost kitten. Yeah, a lost kitten wearing a skull. <laughs> wearing a terrifying skull mask. And like a suit of bones. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he, oh, oh well, well, Tim, I, I suppose I'll help you. I know Batswell, you know, he... He does like a little trouble from time to time. I suppose I can I can take care of it. His heart really goes out to pathetic losers such as yourself, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I've spent a lot of time around sad men and <laughs> <laughs> can't help but feel things for them. Alright, thank you. Get out there. <laughs> yeah, he he floats on through the wall and, and uh Goes to meet up with some of his his butler friends who he knows. Uh, you know, he he has a good sense of like which butlers are are straight laced and and which of the butlers have been like stealing from Batswell. Uh, so he uh, the cool butlers. He tells the cool butlers. <laughs> yeah, did Batswell murder his butler? <laughs> He's literally only been here like a month. Yeah. How did he? How did he die? That's a that's a tale for another episode. Chester and Miriam, you guys are out on the dance floor. There's there's people. Um, I figure uh, Miriam and I are tag teaming, mingling with these people. Mm, okay. Mm. Um, so we'll join a group or surround a person and <laughs> really get the conversational edge on them. I like the like Miriam. Miriam's a big boy, so yeah, he, you get him like on one person's side, and they're pretty much surrounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Miriam, he's very charming, so I imagine he sort of distracts them in the conversation, and I try to pick their pockets to get some valuable deets. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. There's one dude who is who's wearing, like, he's got, like, a stethoscope around his neck, but he look, he's got, like, a really fucking nice watch. Uh, Chester, you, you get, you get, you look at him, you take one look at him, and you're like, that dude, that's a really nice watch. Mm, I dude, want that watch. Yes, he's <laughs> he's got like gold rimmed glasses and uh, a bejeweled stethoscope. Yeah, a bejeweled <laughs> stethoscope, exactly. Um, cool. So we're gonna go rub elbows with this guy, okay. and I'm gonna try to get his address book, his pocketbook, whatever. I put my arm around his and give him that big shark tooth grin. 
Ooh, my, ooh, hello. Like, look at those big old teeth. It's like, my yeah, goodness. what's up, dog? <laughs> those are some mighty. Do you clean those yourself? He, he kind of like looks, looks and gets closer to your teeth. Are you a dentist? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, what's a dentist? It's all just health around here. What are you talking about? That's madness. All right, are you a doctor then? Yes. Can you not see from my stethoscope? All doctors are required to carry stethoscopes Anyone at all times. You can buy a stethoscope. Not true. Stethoscopes are very well regulated around here. It's the only way to identify a doctor in this obscure world. <laughs> exactly. Imitation stethoscopes don't work, and everyone knows it. I mean, I think you should steal the stethoscope and <laughs> not the watch. Well... Doc, can you listen real closely to my heartbeat? Can you check it out? <laughs> I'm, are you are you unwell? I'm, I'm trying to sync it up to the music. <laughs> <laughs> is is something wrong? Or were you were you a little too excited with uh, the the forge announcement? I know they have great things planned for the island. Wait, what they announce? Oh, just that they're working with the uh, the Stone Killer Gang, and they're they're gonna plan to. You know, wipe out a majority of those terrible beasts out in the ocean. It sounds like a great opportunity for all of us. Jamboree is going to be a, a, a prime focal point. I say, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm, like, mm -hmm. looking at Chester. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just sort of standing there kind of a little bit behind him. And I'm going to try to... I feel like I've identified the pocket that I think would have his notebook in it. Yes. Um, or his book of uh, contacts or whatever. You know that thing that people carry with them at mm -hmm. all times Expect that has all their valuable information? Especially doctors. They love to carry around a book of information with them. Indeed. I'm going to go for it. He seems well distracted by Miriam. Oh, yeah, I would um, say so. So I'm going to dive on in. I'm going to do a prowl check. So yeah, controlled position. I would, yeah, I'll say standard effect. Richard could like... If Richard did a roll to help set you up, you could get a great effect or something like that. But um, mm. since right now his assistance is purely fictional, but we got this. We got it's this. It's fine. It, it'll be, it'll be fine. Ah. Yeah, it'll be fine. If it's not fine, I'm blaming you. <laughs> even if, even if things go bad, hey, like they always do when I roll. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, control <laughs> four. Yeah, you you. You start to reach for it, and, and you, you get the sense that he's, like, about to turn away from you in a way that he will, like, notice as, as you're reaching in. So you can either, like, pull back and, and uh, not do that what you're about to do, or he'll, he'll at least get a sense that someone's, someone's reaching for his butt, you know? So uh, what, what do you do? Worst case, you grab his butt. Uh, I'm gonna lean into. I'm gonna like bump into him, like I ran into him by accident, and go for it. <laughs> You're gonna go for it. I'm gonna fucking go for it. All right, you. Uh, yeah, you. You reach into his. Oh, mm, wow! I'm sorry, <laughs> you sir. I didn't see you there. He kind of. He kind of jumps. Oh my goodness! I have completely forgotten what his voice was. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> mm, sir! You must be a doctor. I can tell by your stethoscope. Yeah, I give him a big. I give him a big smile. Um. Oh, did. Excuse me, sir. You're getting a little personal there. Have you? Are, are you lost? Is 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 something wrong? Mm, y yes. <laughs> he kind of, <laughs> kind of eyes you suspiciously. I was just having a nice conversation with this big sh shark man, who I don't believe he introduced himself to me yet. But well, how pleasant for you. I'll leave you to it then. 
I'm gonna head off. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna head off too, and I s- smack his butt too. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely like he he eyes both of you a little suspiciously as you as you uh, as you leave. You do get his um, his contact book. Uh, you the, there's quite a there's quite a veritable like. There's a lot of rich people on this list in particular. Uh, one of the representatives from Forge Industries who lives on the island, um, stuff like that. So you, you, a lot of a lot of well-to-do uh, people are in contact with him. Yeah, please tell me it has their health information. <laughs> <laughs> what diseases they have. I see you've had multiple sexual partners. <laughs> oh, I see you've been sexually active. <laughs> You only have one to three drinks a week. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So you get you get that from from um, him. You do as you as you flip through the notebook. You do realize that his name is Doctor Grand. Never heard of him. Never. Heard of him. He's too wealthy for you guys. Should, should we go get Tim? He's been in that bathroom a long time. Uh, yeah, Tim. Tim, what are you? What are you up to? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to spiking the punch with Necro Juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim, Tim starts heading out that way. So um, there's 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 you know multiple punch uh, bowls around here. Are you are you spiking like the main punch bowl? Um, oh yeah, you know, it's, the it's big a pretty one. it's pretty it's a pretty active place. So you might have to be a little sneaky while you're doing it. Uh, sure. I'll. No, Tim isn't going to be sneaky about it. He's just going to be like, he, he's going to go up to whatever old lady or whatever who's getting some punch and just kind of wink, pull out a flask and pour some stuff into it. Because <laughs> what? Because they, they don't serve booze at this party, right? Oh my, <laughs> alcohol. At like an actual party with adults. Um, yeah, the... the uh, the lady who who was there kind of like gives you a look and and then walks off to go to go uh, tell one of the the guards what you've done. There he is. <laughs> <even> a roll. <laughs> no, 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 no roll necessary on that one. He winked at her. There is, um, <laughs> there is, there is an individual who who uh, yeah. He seems to be he's he's like uh, a fairly tall man who's who's dressed like in in all dark clothing and. Um, he seems to be kind of a spooky man himself, and he kind of like looks at you. And he's like, "Hmm, a necromancer." Then, <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's here's my card. I handed my necromancer card. It's it's on bones. Was it the bones or the spiking the punch that gave it away? <laughs> Probably the bones. Um, th- there are at least some people in this world who are familiar with necromancers. Everything is adding up to necromancer <laughs> with you. The winking at women. <laughs> the, winking, the winking and the spiking the punch with ectoplasm. Is this guy a detective? Or? <laughs> uh, does he introduce... I, I say a necromancer, Tim. I'm necromancer, Tim. Ah, yes. And this is my disguise. <laughs> <laughs> mm, necromancer. <laughs> Tim, is it? I see. Yes. Well, I've I've known a good many necromancers in my day. Some some people call me Juan, Juan the Assassin. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> we don't all just have our profession and our fucking name these days. I don't know why they would call me that. <laughs> I don't know why they call me that. I'm a florist. 
Uh, just one time I gave someone some poison poison. <laughs> just one time. And everyone calls you an assassin. And everyone calls you. You kill one person. You kill one person and then another person and then five other people the next week. And word gets around. Well, that sounds like a lovely profession. If ever you need a guy to talk to the people you killed afterwards that's my job or or if you need a party well <laughs> just don't tell anyone i was here <laughs> he also spikes the punch and then walks away can i uh study to see what he put into that sure uh what's my position risky uh you're still in a controlled position well, even after tipping off that lady <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of true. There well, might be people coming toward the punch now. Okay. By by this point, the the lady who went and, and tattled. So yeah, this is a risky. Here's the man responsible for all those ghosts all over the place. <laughs> this is the guy from the bathroom. The ghosts are everywhere. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh God. He got a one. Yes. Sorry. He failed it. So I I think what ne- what Necromancer two or Necromancer Tim is doing is he like gets up on the table to inspect it really closely, and then he accidentally puts an arm down on the punch bowl and it goes flying off. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a, a a good thing that you spilled all the punch because as you um, have this punch covering you. Um, you do get the sensation that it is poisoned, and you do not want to, to drink very much of this. You learn that from from your even your failed study role as the uh, as the lady comes back up, you, and you you look up next to you. You see um, one of the council members was kind of standing in line for the punch bowl. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, I saved this man's life. Uh, as as the lady who who went and told. Uh, some of the security guards is, is is telling them, you know, I saw him pouring things into the punch bowl. It's that that man right there. She she points. The one right. surrounded by ghosts and skulls. The 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 one with the skulls and the bones, and he looks real spooky. <laughs> There's like three guys wearing skulls. And shit. <laughs> Necromancer Dale. Hey, don't look at me. <laughs> Baron Bond Blood's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah what do you what do you do tim i say to the council member this is um Jermire. so i saved your life he got a little bit of the the punch on him and he kind of like dabs at his suit a little bit and sniffs it and i don't know about that sir but i suppose the punch is all gone he looks a little sad miriam they need emergency punch stat <laughs> <laughs> Replenish. He looks around and he goes, he goes Billiam? Oh, wait, Billiam died. <laughs> <laughs> Drats. And a ghost of Billiam appears. A ghost of Billiam appears with some punch. Um, we'll go back over to Chester and Miriam real quick. What are you guys up to? Chester, look at that clod over there spilling punch. <laughs> you guys, you guys see, uh, yeah, yeah. You guys get a, a view of Tim spilling all this punch and creating a scene. Uh, he does seem there. There's a couple uh, security guards going over there and, and about to have a chat with him. Um, 
I, well, I don't really want to have to play out every scenario where we're getting these, gathering this information from wealthy people on the floor. So can we just do like a, a roll to see how well we've been doing? Sure. This? Yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna just. I I do a survey first. Oh. To see who the the big fish are, Get, gather some inform- information about our targets. Twos. Oh. I'm gonna pick Oof. us a great person. Let's pick that guy. <laughs> Yes, let's go. Let's go get homeless Dave's <laughs> address you, book. You falter, press on by seizing a risky opportunity, or withdraw and try a different approach. Maybe so, we just pick like the biggest fish in these waters. Bamsley. You mean Batswell? Batswell. Batswell. Yeah. yeah. You do. You guys do from time to time see uh, see Batswell kind of come in and and monitor the party, as well as you see uh, Leonard go and and talk to him from time to time. Think about it, Chester. If we could get Batswell to go to our party. <laughs> no, okay, that's good to know. I think we should do Batswell, but it, it's after we've probably hit a few other people, and I kind of wanted to like roll that. So should I just do a prowl for those other people? Yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay, I'll, I'll just do a prowl to see how like we've done three so far before how much before we set our sights on Batswell. How much information you can steal from other people? Yeah, are we still in control? Or are we in risky after that last one? Um, boop, boop, boop. I would. I mean, after Richard's survey is is the thing. Uh, no, I'm, I'm thinking the survey happens after that, and that's when we decide on so, Batswell. But, yeah, so then you got you're still in a controlled position. But I did sort of fail that last um, encounter. You got a four on that one, and uh, I guess uh, yeah, I'll I'll just call it that. That's just with that one guy. He's suspicious of you. But it's still controlled. But yeah, you guys are still in a generally controlled position. Okay, controlled standard effect. And I'm gonna stress myself one. Let's just see how well we've yeah. been doing. Boop. Not well. Oh, because I can't roll above a four. Oh boy, physically incapable. Oh boy, that's another four there, huh? Um, so what if it's like a straight flush? One, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Hey, uh, that's worth something in Yahtzee. It'd be, it'd, yeah, in in Yahtzee and poker. Um, not in this game. Uh, so you uh, f- a four. You hesitate, withdraw, and try a different approach, or else do it with minor consequence. Minor complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You suffer lesser harm. So I think in in general, you get into a a a sensation that every time you're gonna try and like reach and steal something from someone, that there's someone else who's like watching you as you do it, and and as you go around trying to like pickpocket people with Miriam distracting them. Um, you either have to like back off and not get that information or, uh, there are people around you who notice. Oh, I see. So we haven't gathered any more information at all. Ooh, can, can I suggest the survey since I got low is that I actually spot Brian at the party? Yeah. So I was, there there was, there's always a chance that we were going to introduce Brian. So yeah, Brian, you guys, you guys do notice out of the corner of your eye, um, Brian's kind of here. You see him go up and talk to Leonard at one point. You guys didn't know that he knew Leonard. Uh, they don't seem particularly friendly, but he's he kind of <laughs> he kind of goes off and and goes off into one of the side rooms as you as you guys get a get a sense of your roommate. Oh, thank God we're disguised. <laughs> thank God no one could recognize us. How like the this. hell did Brian get in this party? I thought we had a strict no nerds policy. <laughs> you think he's on to us? I think he's building up a. Like pretty high resistance to your alchemy, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> we dosed him enough to down a rhinoceros, but man. 
he's becoming unstoppable. <laughs> it looks like he's ready to knock and he's like <laughs> he's, he's holding in a big knock right now. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely don't want to be the focus of that. I would I would say uh in between like during during your prowl rolls while while Miriam was the one distracting those people, you guys got a little bit more information in those conversations, but not a whole lot, mostly that um uh you know, the the alliance between Forge Industries and the Outer Islands, the plan to go after the uh, the beasts externally, but as well you kind of get a sensation that um, what they're primarily doing, there's going to be a, a wholly new type of boat that is being built. Um, is, is is one of the one of the things you learn. Who's building it? Forge Industries. Um, also, retroactively I would like to say that we are probably also trying to convince people to check out our party yeah there at least one of those people you talked to wasn't a nerd you know <laughs> so God, we keep picking fucking nerds there's a Mary. lot of there's a lot of rich people and nerds around here i can't tell the difference <laughs> it's, yeah i mean pretty much one in the same Miriam, this place is steeped in nerd and with brian here we may be running short of time i suggest we hit the biggest fish at the party really accelerate our plans here we've got to go off to batswell batswell huh that's that's a pretty big fish to pull this off we might need tim mm, um that's tim getting <laughs> hold off the chains your your long your good friend tim, tim. uh I, I think the best thing tim can do for us now is stay far away from <laughs> tim how do you how do you get out of this situation oh um, what's your what's your plan here i yell Billiam! Uh, Billiam, Billiam shows up. <laughs> hey, um, what, what's your goal here? I, I like shake the bones off of my suit. I say, "Hey, Billiam, can you uh get in that bone suit over there?" <laughs> and... Get in that bone mm-hmm. suit. Ah, uh, so it is an orgy party after all. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever tried this before. Good, getting. Get in your bone suit. Uh, distract the guards. I'm gonna run. <laughs> All right. Uh, boy, are you are you gonna make a, an attune roll here? Yeah, or? I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna do an attune roll. Billiam seems a little concerned about this. He's never. Uh, climbed into a bone suit before do all the bones just pop off of your suit as you shake or yeah okay. basically like i think there's like a cord i pull and then there's the bones <laughs> come off very good <laughs> and yeah your guys's party is still popping um i think i think one of you guys see from the corner of your eyes like somebody come from the hallway where your guys's party is and they look trashed and they look like they're having a really good time um, this is going to count as me using my uh, necro supplies. Yes. All those bones. Controlled. Um, I would say you're not in a controlled. You're in a you're in a risky position. What's the effect? <laughs> um, since you're using your supplies, go ahead and you get a great effect. Nice. Oh, Dang. Five and six. Um, Fits <sighs> billion like a glove. Can you just can you just roll for all of us, Jed? Yeah, please. Yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. Uh, Jet and his secret roll twenty hack. Um, yeah, Billiam. Billiam uh, kind of looks between you and the pile of bones and all the guards for a minute, and he goes, "Well, I suppose I don't know any of these guards." And 
hops in. As long into, as I'm only killing strangers, <laughs> I suppose. Hops in, hops in there and uh, <laughs> positions himself. He he kind of like uh, tackles one of the guards who who who's at the who's at the edge, <laughs> so that you can get uh, an escape. He's a natural. <laughs> so you can get an escape route. Yeah. As I run past, I throw him a sword. <laughs> Honestly, I think we're gonna have to fucking fire Tim, man. <laughs> It's a pretty simple plan. Go to the party, mingle. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And remember, one final thing. Don't kill anyone. I'm throw some more clocks on this. The cops get called clock. Is there? Is that a clock? It's just about filled at this point. <laughs> um, so I think at the same time, Tim's fucking around, doing whatever he is with that punch. Uh, Miriam and Meyer talking to Batswell. And I'm imagining it's a kind of a circle of a number of high society folk there. Yes, you do. There is um, the other two council members who were who were previously outside Bush and Zan are kind of are kind of hanging out near him as well. Um, Leonard is not there at this moment. You guys do. Uh, what you guys still see is is um, Tim being accosted. You don't see him put Billiam into the uh, the skeleton quite yet. Mm-hmm. That that has not yet happened, um, but you guys do probably have to like l- arrange yourselves so that um, Batswell and and um, Batswell Bush and Zan are not looking in the direction of Necro Tim and what's about to go down. Like you guys can tell that some shit's about to pop off over there. Mm, maybe we draw their attention to some sort of. Decoration some, or art piece on the some wall. Some sort of uh, big painting of a dragon or... Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I think we go up to Batswell. Hmm. Well, if it isn't our gracious host of this wonderful event. Why, hello. Thank you. Thanks for the invite. Mm, thank you so much. You, sir, know how to throw a party. An- another very handsome cat man. Do you know Leonard? <laughs> no, but I'm very good friends with his mother, and she has nothing but bad things to say about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well, I'm no, I kid, I kid. Okay, okay. It's well, a good. joke. He's been, he's been. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of, he kind of looks at Miriam real quick. <laughs> he's, he's been nothing but good to me, you know, paying the people who need paid and planning this party. Oh, yes, planning this party. What a wonderful feat. He's really outdone himself this time. His mother would be so proud. Zan kind of kind of butts in. He's like, oh, yes, it's a very impressive party, too. There was the, the moving picture show without wizards. I don't know how you guys did that one. It's a party mm. you could take your mother to. Wait, moving picture show. <laughs> party you take your mother to I must say one of my favorite things about Leonard's party so far is all the empty space it's a bold move having so few people here yes he was he was complaining about that a while back he kept he kept going from room to room he was, he was saying something about not knowing where everybody was <laughs> kept getting getting guests at the front and then they would just vanish <laughs> I'm assuming that our party's done a pretty good job of attracting other people. Oh yeah, you guys' party is is popping, and and uh, you guys have not attracted any nerds. Uh, Damn, like wow. well, yeah, no, you guys, you guys is you guys' <laughs> party is is pretty solid. Uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna mock Leonard then openly to. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. 
<laughs> yes, I can see why he was chosen as Jamboree's go-to party planner. Uh, Zan, Zan gets a, a good laugh out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Leonard's a nerd. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're the nerd. <laughs> I, I say that. Only nerds know the best nerds, and Leonard, Leonard's a real nerd. Mm, yes. Uh, so so he, his mother told me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speak of nerds, or rather not nerds, I forgot to introduce my good friend here, Miriam. Miriam, regale them with one of your stories. <laughs> oh, one of my stories. I got so many. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, yes, the, the Miriam, you're a big fish man. I've met so few of you. I'm sure you have great uh, stories yes, of Dave, your... Dave, you're black. I've heard so much about <laughs> you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, the... Uh... <laughs> Did something happen to your eye? Uh, Terrible uh, fishing accident. I was going fishing. <laughs> so what's this movie, the picture thing? You're talking about moving pictures. Oh, that was that was Forge's thing. She wanted to show off. She she shipped in some sort of projector thing and she displayed an image of herself and Quinn up on the wall. It was a little terrifying, honestly. Did they just talk or what? Was was it entertaining? Mostly. I mean, it's not like it was an artsy thing. She mostly just talked about the announcements. and I mean, it's a big deal around here. Is she at the party? No. No, she is not at the party. So are... Are you guys going to try and get something from him or I think I think what Miriam needs to do is some sort of resolve role to um improve my chances of pulling off this prowl. Yeah, I was thinking consort which is um consort with connections from your heritage background friends or rivals. It's it's kind of like be buddy buddy with people. Risky? You have yeah, definitely risky. Um standard effect. You have zero dice in consort. I'm gonna stress myself. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's so so yeah. You got a two. You ever hear the story of party inceptions? <laughs> <laughs> things things go badly, you suffer harm, a complication occurs, you end up in a desperate position, you lose this opportunity. Um yeah, what what were you... I know it's only legend, but some people have pulled it off. <laughs> uh yeah, what were you so you were telling him? What were you telling him about? Were you t- were you telling him about your secret parties? I'm telling him about partyception, how awesome it is. It's brilliant. What you do, you go to a lame party <laughs> and you throw a party in the party. <laughs> and I'm behind Batswell, just like giving him the cutoff motion, like what the fuck? <laughs> he 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 looks at you for a moment, Miriam. He's like, mm, I believe someone was just telling me about this. Who was it? It was it my my great nephew Brian. <laughs> oh Jesus! Brian, <laughs> Brian, please, please come here, Brian. There's some people talking about secret parties. He he starts to call out, and you guys see uh, your roommate Brian kind of poke his head out from from one of the side rooms. Oh crap! It's nephew Brian. <laughs> it's his yeah. It's his great nephew Brian. And as that is happening, Tim, Tim, what do you you've I, I've, like, booked it back to the regular party, or the good party. As as that is happening, um, you know, Brian kind of pokes his head out, and he, he looks at you guys for a, a moment, 
and then you see him look across the hallway, and you guys kind of look over to where Tim Tim is, which is when you see um, a skeleton tackle a guard, and Tim, like, fucking book it. Uh, as that side of the uh, room kind of erupts into commotion, um, you, you hear a lot of shouting from the guards, you see swords get drawn, and you hear a a large um, from the band. the The music suddenly comes to a, a kind of crashing halt, and and uh, you hear you hear some of the the people on the dance floor start to like scream a little bit, just just a little bit. Uh, what do you guys do? Uh, <laughs> uh, take Brian hostage. <laughs> yes. He's not currently looking at you guys. Uh, no, perfect. I'm just kidding. We're not going to take Brian. Right. Um, so this this commotion has probably given me the perfect opportunity to strike and t- steal Batswell's book. Sure. So I'm going to do a prowl check. I'm going to just sort of, sort of try to slip on in there right at that moment. Yeah, he's he's definitely you know you, you first you see him look off towards where Necro Tim was, and then you see him kind of start to move past you as as the the uh you know music suddenly stops i think i'm also going to slip in to his pocket a card for our party planning business <laughs> and this is i guarantee you at least a risky position oh yeah um, at least at least if anything might be desperate i'm trying to decide i think it might be desperate all right all right fuck it this is a desperate position for sure. Is it limited effect? No standard effect. All right, standard effect. I'm going to stress myself out. Yeah. <laughs> Roll those dice. All right. Jeez. <laughs> All right, uh, Cody. <laughs> two twos, a three, and a five. Wow. Um, you do get XP. You can put a, an experience point in prowess. Because you rolled a desperate thing, which is good. Always fun. Um, you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. You have reduced effect. So uh, you're trying to go for like his his pocketbook, uh, like his his planner or whatever. Yeah, so I reach for the pocketbook. Yes. So you, you do not get the whole pocketbook. You do manage to tear out a handful of pages. Um, oh, boy. And and slip them into into your own pocket as he goes on past you, um, uh-huh. and heads heads downward towards you know towards the commotion. And then you guys hear from the down from the dance floor. You guys can probably like you know take a position up around. You you see Zan kind of like look over at you guys. And he's like, mm, very exciting. Um, <laughs> now it's a party. <laughs> this is a party, and 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 Bush on the other hand just looks grumpy. I do not like the activity that is happening now. <laughs> um, <laughs> says the old turtle man. And you guys, as you as you look down towards the uh, the band, you see them pulling out pulling swords out of their instruments as they uh, <laughs> they <laughs> point them towards. Uh, towards several of the guests and then they see uh batswell and and eventually leonard kind of comes out from from a side room and they go oi you owe us money you we we smashed up our boats on those docks and you, nobody paid us <laughs> wait hold on a second <laughs> wait 
So Leonard went out of his way to pay us 10 coins, yeah. and he couldn't even pay the pirates who smashed the dogs. Yep, I mean, you know, priorities. You guys got the uh, you guys got the weapons for him. You first know? things first, we got to pay off the party planners. <laughs> those dangerous party planners. The secret dangerous party planners. You don't want to get on the wrong side of those nobody, no-name party, party planners. Party smugglers, they wanted, to, you know, they wanted to pay you guys off. They wanted you guys on their good side and... You I know. like how they paid us off. Like we actually got our money, and we're still trying to screw over their party. <laughs> <laughs> they could have paid those pirates; they would have never screwed over this party. Yeah. So at first, you know, they're they're kind of like pointing their blades towards random guests, and then when they see when they see Betswell, they kind of address him directly. They had and swords you see, in those instruments. You see, yeah, they had they had like swords in there and I some, some knives. This music sucked. It's, that sounded really terrible. So are we to believe that Batswell is responsible for the the deck, um, the dogs? They're they're blaming both Batswell and um, Leonard. All right, I knew that I knew that Leonard was a bad party planner, but now he's like a criminal asshole um, too. Batswell Batswell is is kind of like looking around at the other the other party members. I don't I don't know anything about this. These these people are just trying to extort me. Roll a sway roll. He, he, <laughs> he points at them and he's God's. Stop them right now. And um, I'm going to try to steal back the business card I put in his pocket. I don't want to work with these kinds of people. <laughs> yeah, I don't work with criminals. Can I do a prowl check to get that back? Sure. Go ahead and give All it a right. shot. Prowl. You're definitely in a desperate, desperate position. <laughs> desperate standard effect? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's do it. Give me that. Oh, a four. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, Bush this time definitely notices it. He he looks at you. He's that's where you're being you're being robbed. Oh, hold on, that's <laughs> the hair stands straight up as he as he points at you and uh, accuses you. Batswell kind of in slow motion turns around suddenly. Yes, that's what <laughs> Batswell turns around suddenly and, and sees you, and uh, that's when you see one of the pirates start to run towards Batswell with his back turned. Tim, let's go back to Tim. Actually, we haven't we haven't talked about what Tim's doing in quite a while. Sorry about that. He's partying with DJ Dog Ears in the basement. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> he's ran back to the party. Like, so you're just hanging out in the party? Yeah, that's where he's at. Things seem safe and happy here. Yeah, that's, that's what's <laughs> happening with Necro Tim. He rolled Necro a bunch Tim. of sixes. You fucking you fucking drinking and having a great time. Uh, there's 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 a fair share of ghosts here as well, but everyone's just cool with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, there's there's people. They're like they're like jumping through the ghosts. I and, imagine and like Brad like, Brad is there, like <laughs> Chug Chug Manning the Kager Raider. They're they're playing Red Rover with one side being ghosts, and they just run through them. Uh, you know. When was the last time you played Red Rover at a party? <laughs> <laughs> This is like fantasy parties. <laughs> Rover, Red Rover, send party bread right over. <laughs> get a, we, we just get a good shot of Tim having a good time in your guys' party, which is fucking rolling and kicking ass. Yeah, there's still a skeleton fighting outside, but back at yeah, back at back at the uh, back at Leonard's party, the you know the skeleton is fighting with the guards. The guards are going after the pirates. The pirates are going after Batswell, and Batswell's going after you. Chester, I think he's one-upping us on this party. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to claw Batswell across the face and then Fuck. sprint away. Yeah, I think you can just you, you can just do that if you want. Like Batswell, well, this guy's got like a piece of shit. He's like, an old man. 
You're. Th- I say, who who was it? Who was it that they killed at the, at the docks? Our friend. Our friend. The the one we know so well. Who was it? <laughs> uh, you mean the dude who was uh, running Corky. the little stand? Corky. Corky. Corky stand. Yeah. But I say, and I I say to Batswell, I I I like after I reach in his pocket, I slash him across the face. I'm like, this is for Corky, you piece <laughs> of shit, and I slash him across the face. You don't have to roll a a uh, you know if if you are fighting someone who had physical prowess equivalent to yours, this would be a skirmish or something. But this is just an old man. You just scratch him right on the face. Oh yes. Uh, he he like he grabs at his face and kind of doubles over. Um, what do you guys do? I throw eye blind poison at Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. All right. All right. I, I slap some other random party goer on my way out. What what's the description of eye blind? I mean I have I get the feeling I know what it does. I had to make it really strong to use it on Brian's. <laughs> a powder that causes blindness for a moment. That's yeah, that's this a is, good this is this is Brian level alchemy right here, <laughs> so it's pretty strong shit. This is Brian alchemy. This is like just pocket sand. Like, <laughs> you do see, you you get, Brian is, you know, he's still got his head sticking out through the door, and he's kind of, like, looking around at you guys, and he's looking back at you guys and kind of, like, he seems like he might recognize you, but doesn't really know for sure. It's a good thing Tim's not there, because Tim's wearing a big mask, <laughs> and he'd, be, he'd definitely, almost certainly recognize that. You um, always recognize the person with the mask. <laughs> yeah, uh, but luckily you two are you two are fairly well disguised. It's a little suspicious seeing a cat with a big shark person, but um, <laughs> otherwise he hasn't he hasn't quite figured it out yet. But yeah, so I I, I mean again, this is just a, this is just an old turtle man. Uh, you can throw <laughs> some eye blind poison right in his face if you want. Um, yeah, I think as we're running away, I yell. Uh, Brian, Brian, look behind you. Do you do you try to disguise your voice, or does are you? Oh yeah. Hey, Brian, look behind okay. you. <laughs> Brian, Brian looks behind him. All right, I kick him in the butt and say, "Made you look." <laughs> As you run past him, <laughs> keep running. Yeah. Um, Miriam, what do you do after throwing some eye blind poison in this turtle man's face? I said you didn't see anything. He got <laughs> He kind of grabs at his eyes. Uh, Zan the wizard is laughing. Zan the wizard thinks this is hilarious. Maybe Zan gets a business card. <laughs> I hand Zan like a business card. Yeah. In the form uh, of a high a five. You see him. You see him like wipe a tear away. He's been laughing so hard. He's like, oh guys. Or eye blind poison got his. <laughs> this is the most fun I've had in years. In ten thousand years. <laughs> Since the birth of everything. Leonard throws the best part. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, so yeah, are, are you guys are you guys booking it out We're of there? Booking it. All right. Sam's definitely into some kinky shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, at some point, with me. At some point, you do see uh, you see Billiam uh, engage with the pirates instead of just the security guards. The the guards realize that you know he's the ghost of someone who used to work here, and, and they, a common foe. They worked it out. Yeah, they they decided <laughs> to point themselves towards a common foe. Um, unfortunately, as you as you guys are are leaving, you do see one of the pirates. Like just as you guys are are 
passing passing down the corridor towards your party, you see um, one of the the pirates who is headed towards Batswell like grab him from behind. And that's the last thing you guys see. Oh no! Well, let's just <laughs> keep raging at our party. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys head down towards your party. You uh, you pull back the uh, the secret bookshelf and, and head on in. And it, again, it just seems like a safe, fucking awesome time. People are having a good time in here. No one's the wiser of the chaos and bloodshed that's happening outside. Do we bring Zan with us? He seemed pretty cool. Yeah. I, th- I think I learned like a, a life lesson as my character that it turned out the biggest nerd actually was the coolest person at that party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we learned something very valuable. Mm-hmm. Nerds are now allowed at our party. <laughs> they just have to pay extra. Mm, Zan, if you're going to follow us, you have to pay a cover charge. Oh, I don't worry about that. 20 gold. 20 <laughs> coin. <laughs> Uh, you got it. Uh, oh, he's gonna do it. Well, <laughs> do it. He kind of looks around. He's like, "Oh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> it's worth it." Fine, one coin. All right, there, there we go. <laughs> he, he pays you that. That I have nice. that on me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we go into the party and bar the door behind us. And I look at Tim and I give him the hand signal for uh, activate Operation Last Call. Yeah, you see, you see Tim there, Tim. Tim, what are you doing as they as they come back in? Uh, as as he gives me that hand signal, I give a hand signal to the ghosts in the party, and they go and open a secret hatch. Oh shit! Uh, that I prepared ahead of time using ghost labor, <laughs> <laughs> unpaid ghost labor. Yeah, fully They're paid. Unionizing. They're, they get they get their fair share of ectoplasm, you know. Um, yeah, we had we had Tim dig a hole into the, underneath the uh, state so that we could have a secret escape in here. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. I mean, I mean, it doesn't exactly sound reasonable, but sure, it sounds reasonable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. fuck it, Gerald. Gerald roll high enough for it. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> this is all true. I, I I won't question it. Yeah, you guys, you guys have at least a a like you know thin tunnel that leads out that leads out. Um, it's it's probably maybe a little tight for Miriam to get through, but uh, you guys you guys can can uh, get yourselves and all of all of your guests out through it. Don't worry, we got the party butter, so we can slip them right through. <laughs> they all seem a little confused when you guys are like, "All right, party's over." They're like, "What do you guys? What... Party's over. Time for the after party." Well, we're having such a good time. You hear Gerald say. <laughs> oh. Oh, and even better, time is waiting for you through this dark tunnel. Come on. <laughs> is that a fishman with an eye patch? You, oh, my God. Covered in butter? <laughs> <laughs> is that a fishman covered in butter with an eye patch? <laughs> <laughs> no relation. Hurry up. Everyone, please. Oh, we got to get out of here. <laughs> is that a guy who murdered a fishman? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys open up the hatch and you start, you start uh, escorting out. Your guys' party is pretty packed. I would, I'm gonna say you guys had like probably twenty percent of all the people who showed up to Leonard's party, at least, if not more. All the cool people, pretty much. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then so yeah, it, it it was pretty full in there. You guys have to, you guys have to kind of like escort them out. Yeah, imagine the end of the tunnel leads directly on like to the. Uh to the shore where we've got a party barge waiting 
after party it's for you for your your after party escape yeah Mondin's there manning the party barge all right sweet uh yeah yeah you guys you guys get out safely cool so uh at the end of the tunnel there's a there's a fuse oh no <laughs> uh what <laughs> oh no i guess i'm always part of the cleanup crew <laughs> And uh, Miriam takes a cigarette that he was smoking. Fucking Tim and Miriam are just going rogue. (laughs) (laughs) And lights a fuse that was going down the tunnel. Uh, Yeah, do we want to do we want to set up what this thing is that you? It's flashback time. Is is this an alchemy thing? Yeah, it's. I've been working on something real good. You guys are gonna love this. Yeah, so uh, we 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 have a, a flashback to Miriam and and Mondin kind of sitting in sitting in Mondin's apartment, um, and Mondin he he's uh, he's sitting across the table from from Miriam. All right, Miriam, this one this one was real hard to get a hold of. I know I know you've had the designs for this for a while, and I just wanted to get you a sample for this bad boy. You know, we got to see how this thing goes now. Only use this in emergencies. I'm, I'm going to tell you this once. I can't just use it just like at the end of a party. <laughs> that might be a bad idea. Emergencies strictly for this thing. There's, there's, there's traceability going on here. And he, he opens up. He pulls up this uh, briefcase and he kind of opens it up, um, shows it to you. He's, he's all right, here, here is the... Uh, the shaved iron, the 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 iron here. You gotta you gotta mix this with the uh, the catalysts, and you throw this thing as far away from you as you can get, cause shit's gonna get heavy if you know what I mean. Oh, um, I know what you mean. <laughs> he he closes it. This is a uh, gravity bomb that uh, Miriam <laughs> has had the designs for for quite a while. Yeah, it's uh, the the design says uh, shaved iron, mm-hmm. yep, <laughs> and some other shit. Shaved iron and two catalysts. I haven't decided on shaved iron, a virulent oscillator, <laughs> <laughs> and some necro juice. Uh, pretty much the good stuff. So yeah, you uh, you you light that fuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where did you? Where in your guys's? You you set that in your guys's like secret party where where in the room did you put it like right in the center behind of the room? a dragon painting right behind a big <laughs> dragon painting yeah all right yeah. yeah so i you you definitely as as you're uh as you're going off you know you feel you feel you you light that fuse uh how long i guess how long is the fuse how far away do you get before this thing goes off how long's the tunnel <laughs> that's a good point i don't think it was too long I think, was, Meh. I think we probably we probably make sure that we're at the minimum distance. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd <laughs> say I'd say it. You know, when you when that thing goes off, you can still feel a, a tug through through that tunnel, um, as as the uh, the gravity significantly increases in that in that one space, and you guys can see from as as you as you and your guests are are boarding on. You guys have Neil the teal seal kind of escorting some of your guests back and forth to your your party barge um and you guys see part of the uh part of the manor where like right where your guys's secret secret party room was kind of like collapse in on itself suddenly um 
and you guys uh, you guys Fuck. meet up with. You guys... <laughs> I was expecting applause, but <laughs> yep, you guys meet up with. Uh, with... You think it's easy making gravity bombs? <laughs> you guys get. You back... gotta get a lot of iron. You guys get back with. How much uh... iron I had to shave <laughs> with that razor over there. Back with Mondin on your guys' party boat, and he looks at you guys. How'd, how'd it go, boys? Did everything go all right? Yeah, the gravity bomb performed perfectly. <laughs> you set that thing off? It was an emergency. <laughs> oh, boy, was... We were in a very difficult situation. Was, uh, was... Was the oak blade after you? Did you guys, uh... Did you guys stir up some trouble with the... With the enforcers there? <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> Not really. Look, I, there was an assassin there. Did you know there was gonna be an assassin there? I thought the whole point of this was to party, Mondin. The assassin? <laughs> what? Wait a second. <laughs> uh, I think I think we can uh, we can probably fade out there as as you guys and, and Mondin are like trying to compare notes and figure out what's going on. All right, another successful party, gang. And that's gonna do it for this week' episode of the Battle Buddies. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate the heck out of it. Excuse the bad language, but it just means so much to us. And a double extra special thank you for your patience for waiting for this episode, which was a week late. We apologize for that again. Had some technical difficulties. Totally lost the original recording of this episode and had to re-record it. But it's all good because we made it in the end and we're all still best friends forever. Thank you. And thank you, Kaylin Conroy. For the theme song to the Battle Buddies. Also a best friend. So good. The rest of your music is just as good, if not better. Go check it out at kaylinconroy.bandcamp.com. And then once you're done scoping out all that music, which will likely be never because it's so good, type in radbotproductions.com into your browser and go there and check out our other shows and art for this show and the comics that we're doing now and whatever else might be up there that I don't know about yet. And enjoy. And maybe hit up our Facebook or Instagram, give us a like, comment, subscribe, hit us up, tell us everything about your life in eight words or less. And as always, keep it real and look forward to the next episode, which which if all things go as planned...